This is Sheffield Live. Yes, good afternoon. Welcome. You're listening to Sunday Sounds on 93.2 FM with me, Luke Crofts. And me, Scott Brady. How are you doing, sir? Good. I am good. How are you? Yes. More importantly. I, I'm very well. Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm off now um, for the entirety of all next week and Easter. So I've got another week and a bit off work. So I'm very and happy. And you've just got a new car. Yes, got a new car delivered this week as well, which is very nice. I've not been anywhere in it because no way you can go, is there? Well... No, I suppose not. There's no actual set rules, is there, for distance, but well, you, can normally have a, you must have had a drive around in it, surely. Well, I've drove round the corner and back to find a parking space, but that was about it, so literally, no. But I've, I've, you know what it's like round here, you just walk everywhere, don't you? No real, no real need to drive. True. But yeah, True. that's a nice treat. When I sat in it, it seemed nice, so that's good. Yeah. Tick tick that box then, yeah. just put nice I've, seats. I've had, a few, <laughs> I've had a few people text and go, oh, car's looking well. I'm like, where, where are you? Everybody's just been up and down my road looking at my car. I think. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, it's good to it's good to get a new car until you got your dear old one. Yeah. What uh, um, What's happened in your your world this week, Scott? Anything interesting at all remotely? Boring work stuff. Mm, not interesting. No point. It's not really worth mentioning that. Yeah. Really, I don't think. <laughs> but. Uh... <laughs> Well, of course, um, of course, Line of Duty started last Sunday, so you will have watched that, I'm sure. Me? Yes. How, how wrong could you be? How wrong could you be? Now, Line of Duty, I know we've talked about it a few times, but the first series, we just got uh, a 4K TV, and it's filmed in 4K. And it seemed... I, I wasn't showing off then, I just pulled a face, like, oh, look at him. But, the, but it seemed like... It made it seem amateurish. It's, it was you could tell they were acting in it because of the 4K, and that's what spoilt it for me. You could tell they were acting because of yeah. the 4K. What yeah, are you yeah, about? It's, it's a true thing. I mentioned it to someone else, uh, and they it, they've heard of that thing before. It's it, it, the, the imagery is too good, and it sort of makes it look false. That, that done, it's hard to explain, but it's true, I promise you. Mm. So I think that's what spoiled it to me. I was like, this, how can anyone... Because so many people recommended it, and I said, let's watch it. And I was like, looking at it, goes, is, is it, are people actually watching this? It's awful. You could just mm-hmm. tell they were all acting. And it, it was rubbish. So my posh telly made it rubbish. I might have to watch it in SD. Yeah, that or, must be it, mate. Yeah, get it on in SD, you'll love it. Yeah. Or LD. Yeah. But um, Easter next weekend, of course. Um, have you got your Easter eggs in yet? Yep, yep. We've eaten ours. You've eaten them. Yeah, That's eaten sacrilege. Them so yeah, Nick got a, Nick got a munchies one and a and a enchanted golden egg one from Galaxy or Mars, and uh, yeah, they've both gone. It's ridiculous. You shouldn't eat them already. No, I said that. I went, we've got we've got a bag of Cadbury's milk chocolate buttons in the in the cupboard. We'll, we'll eat them. We went. No, no, no we, we've got to eat the Easter egg. So I'm like, well, what, we're, we're going to have nothing for Easter. He went, oh, I'll just buy some more. That's where they get you, innit? That's the con. Ah, well, that's fair enough. We've got, Claire's got me one of them um, posh ones from Lidl. Oh, yeah. You know, they're premium yeah. ones. It's a, t- a tenner, but there's like three layers to it, and it looks fantastic. I, I really wanted to eat that last night, but I resisted. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, but, mm. yeah, but then um, I've got her a Hotel Chocolat one. Oh, yeah, very good. Which is premium. Um, and to balance it out, she's got me some macrons from uh, Total Chocolate as well. So, my very God. posh. Very my posh. God, I'm looking forward to them. Yeah, I have to say though, munchies have gone downhill a bit. They're not like they used to be when I were a kid. 
Oh, the little like, square things. Yeah, with the the biscuit and the caramel in the middle. They're like a trapezium trap type shape. Trapezium, yeah. Mm. Well, well, good yeah. for you. I used to be a trapezium yeah. artist. Did you? <laughs> I don't know. Really know what to say after that. All right. But well, good one. Um, right. So, uh, <sighs> if you've never listened to the show before, this is not just uh, how it goes. We don't just talk about biscuits and chocolate. Although that does make up more. <laughs> you know, well, there's, there's more. Yeah. Probably. Who knows? Uh, we've we've got guest the year where where Scott tries to um, uh, give us clues and and we've got to try and work out what what key events happened and when. Um, and you never know, there might be some more biscuit and chocolate chat there. Doubt it. No, never know. I can tell you there isn't. All right, much, there isn't. 100% not. In, not. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's called Guess the Year. I give you six clues, you've got to guess what year it is. Exactly, yeah. And then we've also got some music as well to play, which... Uh, which oh, God, I keep forgetting about the music, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, hopefully the listeners don't, because... Uh... Anyway, uh, yeah, we've got six bands... Um, We've got Emperor of the Ice Cream. Uh, they're back after a long hiatus. Garza, Holy Good, Imperil, Indigos, and Robert O'Connor. So a bit of a bit of a, a mix amongst those six. Of course, we've got Guest of the Year as well. Um, and I discovered a mistake in last week's show, Scott. Yes, I saw yes. in in the real life uh, news that uh, just the news. I don't know why I said that. That the Mondeo is um, going to cease production. Brought a tear to my heart that yes. mate. but it brought it brought a, a question mark to my mind when I saw that it had been in production since 1993. Whereas last week you told the world that uh, it actually started production in the year 2000. Well, you, you say the world, you mean probably means some of the world. Well, no, we're available yeah, online. Uh, yeah, on org and speakers. True, true. Well, I think what I did was because the year before us was 1993. And I had the window open, and I've scrolled back and forth between, ah. and I've gone back to, and I've opened the wrong window because yes. the reason you that, thought you you thought could, you'd come that to the bottom makes sense if the if the year if the year in the week before hadn't actually been nineteen eighty nine or maybe the one before we have done nineteen ninety three <laughs> I'm sure because I wrote it out word for word nineteen ninety three oh I can't do that we've never done nineteen ninety three well. If you go to 1993 on Wikipedia and look down, and you'll see the Wikipedia, the Montford Mondeo's release, and it gives the, the saloons, hatchbacks, and estates. You know exactly what I read, copied from Wikipedia, from 1993's page. Well, somebody, somebody had you. Somebody's been on Wikipedia. I don't know how that's happened then. Yeah, but anyway, apologies for that. Um, that awful news that I had to bring you all last week yeah. about there. We we had literally some complaints, didn't we? <laughs> Literally. Uh, literally, should we move on to the first song, and then we'll uh, we'll yes. Which one are we? Which one of these uh, sexy cats are we playing first? So this is uh, Emperor of the Ice Cream. Now these have had quite a long hiatus, twenty-five years to be exact. Um, this is the fourth year, uh, fourth single, sorry, uh, since they announced the return, and it's called "It's All Right to Show Yourself."
that was Emperor of the Ice Cream with their fourth single since, uh, well, I say reforming, since since they came back from hiatus, let's say. And uh, that was It's All Right to Show Yourself. I like that one, Scott. Good, Scott. Good start to the show. I, sh- I should have put my teeth back in before uh, coming back on. Um, and they're uh, they're from Ireland, so across the uh, across the water. And uh, their debut album, No Sound Ever Dies, recently entered the official Irish album charts, whilst also in the number one spot in the indie charts. So, so a good comeback did. for them. A good comeback. It's a powerful comeback. Well done, lads. And yeah. Paul. Yes, very good. And. Um, if you like, uh, if you like those, and you want to follow them on Twitter, they are at the Emperor's Cork or the Emperor's Cork on Facebook. Yeah, very good start to the show. Good, good, good. Did you um, see in the news today, uh, this week? Sorry, that um, the snooker, uh, the the draw for the uh, qualifiers. Yeah, for the World it's, Snooker Championships. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. White is meeting Hendry again. Yeah. The, oh God, that's it, great. You can't believe that, can you? So no. um, Stephen Hendry was given a, um, a tour card this season, and he hasn't played all the, all year. Obviously, this is the if you follow snooker, you'll know that this is the last event of the season, the World Ch- Snooker Championships here in Sheffield. And um, of course, they uh, they met in four World Championship finals. I love and how you just know this off the top of your head. I've got some facts wrote down, but you just read okay. it off off the top of your head. Oh right, okay. <laughs> no, no, you sorry, sorry, I've not got that many facts. I'm just right. going to. I'm just, I'm just so impressed with your snooker knowledge. I mean, we both enjoy snooker, but you're second to none. Yeah, well, well, I won't say that, but yeah, but, no, it's, yeah. it is, it is quite um, poignant that um, they do meet in the, in the, you know, the bottom of the, for very, not even the first round proper, but the first qualifying round to get yeah. to. Yeah. But uh, I think it was the last time they met. Henry beat him eighteen seventeen in the nineteen ninety four final. That was there. That was the closest Jimmy ever got, and he was he was quite far ahead as well. And he missed a black off the spot to, to leave Hendry needing snookers, and he, he had a bit of a twitch uh, yeah. and, and missed the black. And then Hendry came back and yeah, got uh, Nixed it. Yeah, you would. So, be. I think there'll be a lot of interest in that qualifier. Yes, there will be. Um, Jim and Jimmy's still going, by the way. He's still on the tour. I think he's um, 80, 81 in the world or something like that. So he's he's still still clinging on. Um, yeah. I remember we used, used to watch it as kids because my mum and dad were big snooker fans. So when we were dead little, even in like very early eighties, when I were like really young, I remember like watching it and still enjoying it. Then as a kid, I think it was partly to do with the longer I could pretend to be interested, the longer I could stop and didn't have to go to bed. Well, yeah, <laughs> maybe a that, bit of that. That's right, because the matches used to be uh, a lot longer. Um, you know, it, it wasn't knocking in a hundred break every every match, every frame. So yeah, but I used to like it. I used to like it when they could drink pints as well, like Bill Wobernook and just smoking and that at the table. I think. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, he, the good old days. He was the exception to the rule because the more he drank, the better he got. Whereas I know personally, for me, it, it goes the other way quite quickly. But yeah, that was when snooker was at its prime. And you know, in the 1985 world, the, the famous world final with Taylor and Davis. Yeah. That went on past midnight. That was watched by 18 million people. Crazy. Mm. I know. Crazy. It but um, yeah, so no, I did see that in the news, and that's, uh, yeah, it's a shame it's not televised, um, the, those qualifying rounds. But obviously, before we went into this COVID um, nonsense, we could uh, we could go and watch the qualifiers at the Institute of Sport, Sheffield. Uh, they were only, I think they were only a tenner, and you could see, if you sat far back enough, you could see all the matches. Oh, in, in right, the okay. 
Yeah. Well, they're yeah. televising it at all then? Any, won't there be any yeah. way to watch it? Qualifiers aren't televised, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it is a shame. But, um, yeah. Anyway, should we uh, should we kick Guess the Year off? Oh, for, for goodness sake, yes. Yeah, we should do, shouldn't we? Yeah. So, like Scott said, uh, just before we kicked off with uh, Emperor of the Ice Cream, Scott will give us uh, six clues spread over the show, and uh, we've got to try and work out when these things happened, try and work out what the year was. And I'll start off with clue A. All right. It's uh, a good one, isn't it? Uh, this year that we're trying to guess, uh, Ross Kemp signs a £1 million deal to leave EastEnders as Grant Mitchell. So he quits oh. being Grant Mitchell. Oh, yeah, and he went to do Ultimate Force, the SAS um, drama. Yeah. Produced, uh, produced by, well, I don't know if he produced it, but he was uh, one of the technical people, Chris Ryan. Mm. Yeah, very good. Your knowledge is great. I know a lot of things, uh, and none uh, of it's useful. So. <laughs> and the, the second clue, uh, clue two, is uh, Chelsea pay a, a club record of £10 million for striker Chris Sutton in that year as well. Ooh. So that's a. Interesting one. So that must have that? been. Uh, so he will have been at Blackburn at the time, won't he? Because that's when he. Uh, that's when he, um, he. He was in partnership with Alan Shearer, and they had the famous SAS strike force. Oh, another SAS uh, link. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> almost like it was planned. <laughs> yes. Okay. So uh, yeah, the Ross, Ross Camp quits Grant Mitchell. And Chelsea pay a record fee of £10 million for striker Chris Sutton. Mm. What year was that? Have a think about it. We'll play another song, come back, give you two more clues, and so on. Very good. All yes, right. indeedy. So, let's move on then to uh, song number two. This is Garza, and it's One More Time.
So that was one more time from Garza, and uh, that's from his upcoming uh, seven-track EP, The Unfairity, which is released on uh, on Good Friday, on the 2nd of April. Yeah. Good God. Very nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like played, it. We've played Garza before, um, obviously back end of last year, but uh, yeah, very nice. I think, I think that's probably my favourite one of the uh, the week. Really? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> Not that I think it's um it's it's not worthy. It's just that we've got so many uh so many good tracks this week. Yeah, no, I like it. I do. Very good. Well done, Garza. Mm, indeed. Um, so uh, before uh, we played Garza, Scott gave us um the first two clues for guest of the year, and uh, number one was the year Ross Kemp uh, left EastEnders to move to ITV in a one million pound contract. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? A million quid. Yeah. Well, and uh, Chris Sutton signed for Chelsea for a record £10 million fee. I've just written £10 there. £10 million fee. Good. So you, uh, I presume you want to include three and four now, are you? Is that what uh, you want to do? Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Not a problem, mate. Not a problem. We'll just crack on with clue number three. Right. Blink-182 released their third studio album, Enema of the State. You know the song, all the small things. Yeah. I don't know them words. And also... It's a while since we've done that, innit? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I remember first seeing... In fact, remember Greg when he came in, the sound engineer, and I were doing it, and he was checking the levels constantly, and I had to do it right in front of him. He must have thought we were imposters or something. You're like, well, yeah, surely like, these two haven't been let on, let on, let on the <laughs> Do you realise this is going out live, lads? I don't know yeah. what you think you're doing, but anyway. He just, he just stood there, didn't he, with his arms folded, looking at us going. Tucking yeah. every couple of minutes. Yeah. I think he thought we, were, we weren't going to talk for 10 minutes. He was like, I've got things to do here. Anyway. yeah. Uh, hello, Greg, if you're watching. Yeah. Big up, Greg. Listening. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Blink-182 Blink released their album, Enema of the State, all the small things. And uh, the fourth clue is Midland Bank changes to HSBC, making uh, making it the end of an era for Midland Bank after 163 years. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but someone, one of the news um, papers did a story on that. Someone was fanatical uh, about Midland Bank. And you know, they had the Griffin logo, didn't they, at one bit? I, I don't remember Midland Bank. You know, I say a lot, I know a lot of useless stuff. That is properly useless, isn't it? Useless information. Oh, I don't know, but someone anyway. Someone was like fanatical about Midland Bank, and they they just finished having the tattoo of the Griffin oh, of the Midland no. Bank done, and then it changed to the HSBC, the squares and the triangle logo. Yeah, it was like, oh, absolutely gutted. So I felt uh, sorry for him. But yeah, he, he probably needed more than sympathy if he's getting a tattoo of a bank logo. I mean, what's all that about? Yeah, that's a good point. I not thought it, of that. Maybe I sh- maybe I shouldn't. Have, I mean, he shouldn't have uh, had it. <coughs> <laughs> yes, yes, definitely not you. <clears throat> mm, so anyway, good. Go- keep your guesses coming in. Uh, normal methods uh, appreciated. Yeah, uh, let us know what you think um, at Sunday Sounds SL. Uh, if you're following us on Twitter, if you're not following us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter and uh, tell us what you're thinking. Um, we're gonna. We've got another couple of clues, and then we'll re- reveal the answer later on in the show. So stay tuned. Um, right, track number three. We are working our way through the goodness. Um, 
This is from uh, London's Holy Good. It's called Killing Giants, uh, and it was released at the back end of um, January. And, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, last year, actually, I think. Um, 27th of November it was released, actually, Killing Giants. Oh, sorry. Wanna... Sorry, yes. you're right. It's the EP that was released at the back end of January, Killing Giants EP. Yes, correct. Uh, that, that's, that's the first time I made a mistake for a while. Yeah, and I was there like a like a wild boar. You've only corrected me because I said the thing about the Mondeo, haven't you? That's it. Yeah, you've got to watch out now, mate. Oh, dear me. Right, shall we just play the bloody song? Yeah, let's just play this song, God's sake. Anyway, this is Killing Giants. Enjoy, everybody. You're dropping bills, are you happy now? Got a feeling you're alone standing in a crowd. Stick your fingers down your throat, yeah, you're pretty now. Killing giants in your dreams, are you Something so strange I gravitate towards The pain scars left like question marks Burned on my brain The pills don't stop you screaming at God There'll be a witness of sanity Lost a bad mistake A criminal waste of my time My life, my everything A final reminder Deranged and like a disturbed Delusions of grandeur are common to herd I think the funny thing about human beings Is our capability to overcome reality But in the same moment we lose sight Of everything we ought to be Of everything we ought to be
Okay. And that was Holy Good with Killing Giants uh, from their eponymous EP, which is out now. Yeah, I like that one. A bit bit poppier. Nice. Yes. Uh, they've got a brand new one out called Not Like the Movies. Which Yeah, um, I, I, I asked them for that, but um, they, they couldn't be asked to send it. So we've played that one instead. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, so uh, we were talking... Um, we were talking last week about uh, football, uh, looking a bit bleak. We didn't go too much into it because it's quite depressing. But um, better week this week. England beat San Marino 5-0 in the yes. uh, World Cup qualifiers. Um, looked, looked pretty good from what I saw. I mean, I know they are the worst team in the world, but uh, you know, still put five goals past them. That's pretty good. And my mate Fozzie had um, a bet. I didn't, didn't, don't know much, but he had... England to win with minus four goals, so they just scraped that win. Yeah, very good. Very well, I, um, I I don't normally have a bet, but I had a bet last week. I was looking on the um, the football fixtures, and it was the um, Barnsley Sheffield Wednesday derby uh, last Saturday, and Wednesday were four to one to win, and I thought four to one in a two horse race that's got to be worth a bet. So I chucked some money on it, won uh, one thirty quid. Quite very quite good. Yeah, very good. But you 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 always have a bit of a bit of a bet don't you an acker we do uh yeah every week there's uh seven well there's eight of us my uh betting my old mates and we, we all took a fiver and pick a team each and put it on and we're not being to be fair we've not been very successful uh i was in charge of it at one point and i said no early kickoffs that was one of my rules but carl hated that Having ah. the fact of having rules, and he, he made community kicked off. No, we should be able to have anything. I pick anything we want, and then I said, "Well, pass it over to Fozzie. He can run it. He can be in charge of it. And if he wants to have any no rules, oh. then poor old so, poor old Fozzie gets lumbered with it. So he yeah, he decided not to have any rules, and then the early kickoff for at least six consecutive weeks lost every single time. So our bet was down before mm. the the bulk of the games had even started. So that's it then. That's it finished. That was it. So yeah, it was just annoying when. Uh, but anyway, I don't want to get bogged down with that. We've we've argued well, about it loads. I was going to say you don't want to uh, you don't want to argue with Carl because before you know it, Twitter will explode literally, and it'll go on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, and then it'll be talking about you on other other podcasts and other shows. You just don't need it. Did you talk about Twitter? Did you see that tweet? The first ever tweet got sold today. You'll probably know about that because you know everything. Um, yes, yes, I did. Um, well, it was the the guy from uh, from Twitter, the guy that started Twitter, Jack um, Jack, what's his name? Um, and it was his first ever tweet, wasn't it? it sold for two point nine billion. No, not billion. No, no, no. million. Yeah. But I, I just can't get my head around that. Which? Why would anyone pay point? for something? Because he he could technically just delete it, and it's still, and he's just. Well, I think um, I, th- I think what's happened is the. Somebody's bought the metadata, haven't they? Whatever that means. The, the digital certificate. Yeah. Is that right? So they own the whatever it is. I don't know. Makes no sense, does it? No. It's, cra- it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But on a possibly on a similar note, that there's a there's a thing come out a website called Earth Two, and you can buy plots of land on a digital Earth, like a replica Earth. Ah, you were telling me about this the other night. Yeah. Tell, tell me more. Well, it, it it it's a it's a weird one. It's a little bit like the like a crypto thing. The someone's designed the Earth as a whole and broken it up into ten meter squares. So there's thou- millions and millions of these squares, plots of land, and then you can buy them 
at different prices and depending on how sought after they are people will value them at different amounts and then they can they'll want to buy them off you there's some people making mega money on it really like loads and loads of money sounds a bit like a digital monopoly to me it's i'll send you this link that someone sent me it's 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 slow it's it's in phase two at the minute but phase three starting soon and they're going they're going to put it into like an actual uh virtual reality world where you can do what you want on your plots of land um it, it looks it's very high definition as well so it's not it looks quite it's not like minecrafty it's more like hd mm. impressive sort of stuff so i wonder I if anybody know. will buy the sheffield live studios what do you reckon i don't know but i've, I've been on and bought the lead mill i've got washington frog and parrot um where else did I get? Uh, and the uh, what's that old pub called near Chief Valley? Uh, Chief Valley, that old about near Ponds Forge. Uh, Is it the Queen's Head or something? Oh yeah, yeah, I know the, you the mean the old Queen's Head or something. Yeah, yeah that, yeah, that I, the I've been first for a drink pub. In there. Yeah. yeah. So I've bought that and then for. Oh, that sounds odd saying I've been for a drink in there. It is a pub, but I mean, I've been I've been for a drink in there when we had a Sheffield Live get-together a few years ago. Yeah, it's a na- lovely pub, that. Yeah. Um, and I'm surprised you haven't bought the uh, street food kitchen, because you're obsessed with that. Street food chef. Street food. I've literally been there today. Mm. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. I've just... It's, I, it's, they're not extortionate, the prices, and if it kicks off like they're hoping it's going to, then it could be a, a quite a, a wise investment. I'm hoping so. Interesting. You, you like those uh, little niche things, don't you? But if you get in first and it blows up, then you know it could be correct. Like, bit, like Bitcoin, mm, exactly. Well, I, I wasn't in that first at all. No. But anyway, um, what what we're we doing? I don't even know what stage we're at of the show. Is it clue time? No, no. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have another song first, and then we'll we'll have clue time. We'll uh, we'll tease you a bit more uh, along with the guest of the year. I, I I don't know, by the way. I've I've got no inklings yet. I know it's sometime in the nineties. But I'm I'm still trying to work it out. But uh, yeah, need another two clues after this uh, next song from Imperil. Uh, these are from Northamptonshire, and this is called "The Life of Gary."
In Peril, that one is the newest single, The Life of Gary. I enjoyed that one. They're uh, Northamptonshire lads, so down the M1. Enjoyed that uh, one. We've got a lot of family down in uh, Northampton. Uh, me. Yeah. Yeah, there's some uh, mid granddad side hearts. Yeah. Ah. That's a uh, good bit of uh, information there. Doreen from Birds of a Feather. She's from that neck of the woods and she's some distant relative of, of me and we're doing the, the, the one with the really pill. yeah yeah ah. not like a close relative not like an auntie but like it's some connection to the family oh wowzer well that's um that's that's a talking point isn't it yeah just shows mm. you doesn't it have you, have you met any many celebrities i think we talked about this before celebrities not no not really um i met the odd snooker player obviously but that's about it really I went on holiday with Teddy Sheringham once, uh, the old England. You went on holiday yeah. with him, or you bumped into him? Well, yeah, he was. It was sort. We were sort of like hanging around a bit, but uh, in the hotel lobby of the hotel right. we were stopping. You walked past him when he checked in. Yeah, sort of right. that sort of thing. Well, I made him laugh actually because uh, his son Charlie came up to me and squirted me with a water pistol. Little little scoundrel. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, my mum said, oh, where are we going to get changed now? Because we moved out. Was, oh, how are we going to get changed now? And I said, oh, we'll literally just take our clothes off and put new ones on. And then Teddy Sheringham <laughs> laughed. Teddy Sheringham laughed at my uh, oh. pathetic joke. I'm like, yep. Well, if you're listening, Teddy, you can subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we are anchor.fm slash Sunday Sounds. Make sure you get that right. Yeah, hit the uh, subscribe button on there. Um, right, so we've had four clues so far on Guest of the Year. <clears throat> we need yep. another two. So, so far we've had Ross Kemp to ITV, Chris Sutton to Chelsea, uh, Enema of the State was released by Blink-182, and Midland Bank changed to HSBC in a very banal piece of uh, information. But those are the four <laughs> clues so far. Let's have clues number E and F, please. Yes. Oh, five and six that I've got down. Uh, right. Shania, Shania Twain finally admits that uh, it didn't actually impress her that much. Ha. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And... The Nokia 3210 was relief, released, oh, not relieved. Oh, that's but, helped me out. That's helped has me out. it? The Nokia 3210, yeah. 3210. Yeah, brilliant. I um, I was having a clean out of my wardrobes a couple of weeks ago, uh, and I found an old suit that I'd not seen for ages, and I found right. I found a Nokia 3210 in the pocket. I'm like, jeez, oh, look at this. Really? Still got two bars of battery on it. <laughs> <laughs> they were great phones, you know. Everybody raves about the Nokia thirty three ten, which was a brilliant phone. But the thirty two ten, which one was the release before that? Lovely looking phone, really, really like. Of it, it was about a hundred quid when it was released. When in the year I think it was, mm. it was a lot of money for a phone. Do you but, remember the miniature thirty two tens that they brought out? Because at one bit, the the smaller the better. And then they went the bigger yeah. the better. And then make your mind up. What what do we want? Mm. But do you remember the yeah, do you remember the mini ones that came out the thirty two ten? That was the eighty two ten. Are you sure? Yeah, and then the eighty three ten was the one with the FM radio built in. Yeah, but oh. the, the smaller the phone, it, the, yeah, it, they were determined to make them smaller, and then they just ballooned, didn't they? When, yeah. Um, so I'm writing down a year that I think it is. Um, you've got the duration of the next song, listeners, to try and um, uh, try and work out what you think the year is, and we'll reveal it after this next one by Indigos. This is. Shine the light. Shine the light. 
And that was Shine the Light from Indigos. Uh, they're based in Cheltenham, or Cheltenham, as they say, uh, in Cheltenham. Very good. And we only very recently had the Cheltenham races. Yeah, of course. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, very different looking uh, Cheltenham races. But yeah, they're on uh, Facebook, the Indigos 3, the number 3. So uh, if you want to check them out, um, go and do so. <clears throat> really got yes. much else to uh, to say about them. Really, I haven't had much sent through, but yeah, a nice uh, nice song from Indigos. Very good. Um, have you seen that? Um, I know Glastonbury's been cancelled, obviously this year, but they're yeah. they're doing a two day concert, or they put for put party and uh, what's it called? Like, applied for permission to do a host a two day concert. Yeah, um, in that. September, hopefully. I don't think I'll be going to that though because. Uh, they're not going to do camping, so it's going to be off-site hotels or something, which will make it very difficult for long-distance yeah. travellers. It's nice that, I mean, that gives us hope for tramlines as well, because obviously tramlines is significantly smaller, but it just shows that even if things change, they can still turn it around quite quickly, whereas with Glastonbury, it's just, with all the uncertainty, it's too much in it. But it's good that, good that they're yeah. doing something on that. On that, uh, is, is it on the same weekend as well? Uh, as... as no, it's uh, in September now. Uh, oh, right. It's normally in June, but they're, yeah, they're going to do a two-day thing in September. Oh, very nice. But, uh, yeah, it's usually my birthday. Um, well, we've got plenty to look forward to with tram lines and whatnot, haven't we? You've got loads of gigs. So. Yeah, I know. I've, I've had to turn some down. Not not the ones I've booked, but when people have said, oh, should we get tickets for this? Like, like such as that, Glastonbury. Our friends from Glastonbury said, oh, um, should we go to that? And all that. But I don't think we should. We're spending too much money on entertaining ourselves Life. so we're yeah. going to leave it yeah we're going to leave it Maybe, but we have got tickets for Glastonbury next year so that'll be a a hoot that'll be a reet hoot as they say <laughs> in Scotland a reet hoot <laughs> right yeah, anyway it's time to pull back uh, or pull out the answer for guest of the year yeah do you want to uh, do you want to take us through the clues because I'm sick of reading him <laughs> yeah Grant Mitchell decides to pack in and go and work on Ultimate Force uh, or Ross Kemp does. Chelsea sign uh, break a record for £10 million for striker Chris Sutton. Blink-182 release their album Enema of the State. Midland Bank changes to HSBC, which broke my heart. Uh, Shania Twain released Man I Feel... No, 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 no. That didn't impress me much. It's because I wrote it down in a silly way. And the Nokia 3210 was released. What year was it? What year was it, Luke? So, I think the year was... 1997. I'm wrong, aren't I? Yes, you're wrong. Was yes, it you're wrong. It was 1999. Oh, f- 1999. Yeah. And I've fact checked everything. I double checked after last week's little mishap. Was um, it but yeah. 1999. Bloody if hell. you think about it, it was 22 years ago when Grant Mitchell packed him. That seems mad to me. 22 years ago. Do you know I should have known that? Because in 1997, I had a Nokia 5110. So I should have known that. <laughs> well, that's, it's obvious when you look back, isn't it? But We had a few correct answers sent in. So uh, well done for the correct answers, people. Yeah, well Humans. done. Uh, if you said that at home, 1999, my crown is well and truly gone now. I got the first four right, and then the last two I've, uh, I've scuppered. So, yeah, well done if you did better at home. 1999, yeah. What a year. Yeah, a long time ago. 
So you've really only gone back one year. Quite lazy, really, if you think about it. But Yeah, yeah. Works. Well, he, yeah, it took you off guard, didn't it? So anyway, well done. Uh, should we move on to the, the final track, or track finito, as, as you like to call it? All right, yeah. <laughs> Here it is. It's track finito, everybody. It's Robert O'Connor and Too Late. Connor with too late and uh, yeah that's uh, that's really really catchy that one and if you enjoyed that and you like a bit of a bit of a dance uh, he's, he's released a few remixes of too late which are out now 
um, on uh, all the major platforms on the streaming sites. Good one. Mm. Do you ever dance? Um, only when I'm very, very drunk. Oh, okay. I'd, so, I'd tend not to even then. Yeah, you nearly didn't even dance at your wedding, but you no. did because you felt forced. Is that still accurate? Um, I don't know if it's well. Yeah, we didn't. Neither of us wanted to do it, but we ended up having just a quick shuffle round, and then mm. it encouraged everybody to join us, so we could conveniently get back to the bar. <laughs> Going to the bar. It was coming though, isn't it? Soon. Yeah, it's not coming. long. Not do you long. think? What do you think about the beer passports thing? Do you think that'll happen? No, I don't think it'll happen. I think it's. Uh, it... It was something that Boris was challenged on in, in Prime Minister's questions, and he made a remark, and now it's been blown out of proportion, saying, oh, well, it'll be down to publicans, and how are they going to do it? And what if the staff aren't vaccinated? How is it going to work? It'll not happen. I just really can't see it working. The hospitality sector's been, uh, you know, crippled enough without them introducing that. Mm. So, no, I don't think it will. What do you think? Uh, I don't really mind too much if it did, because I'd be, uh, I've been vaccinated already. Uh, so oh well, it's all right for you then, isn't it? So I'll be, I'll be having a drink anyway. Yeah. Get out of my way. Um, it, it, yeah, I, I, I don't think it works in practicality. So I, I'm hoping it doesn't happen, but uh, you never know. But the case rates are still through the floor, um, so we're, we're definitely heading in the right direction. The biggest thing for me is holidays. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can't wait for that. But the, I mean, I don't want to be too negative, but they are tipping. Well, it, Chris Whitty said that. We will get hit with a third wave because it's flying to Europe currently, isn't it? This third wave, so that might hinder things. I hope it doesn't. I hope well, the vaccination I, program will. Yeah, I um, think we've seen since the vaccinations the the case rates have continued to drop. So let's hope we continue on that trend. But um, anyway, ha- back to happy things. What are you? Oh uh, what, yeah. What are you doing for the rest of the weekend, Scott? The remainder um, of Sunday. Yeah, we've only got uh, I like about seven hours before I go to bed. Yeah, about seven yeah. hours left. So, um, I don't know. I'll be having some Sunday lunch when I get back. That's a facto. I love that. Uh, lovely Sunday lunch. I don't know if we're going for the Wadsley Jack or the Rose and Crown. Though. We yeah, like that, that Sunday dinner you had last week looked looked marvellous. It did look. Well, I, I peeled the foil back to show you, didn't I? And it didn't look as if it was. It were all that clumped together. And I paid for a large one. And I don't think they, they actually passed that on because it wasn't that large. Oh, all right, okay, maybe avoid that one then. I don't we know. paid, we paid for a large, but I didn't want to bring, bring them up and say, "Excuse me, we paid for a large," and it, well, that was a large. Like, oh, well, um, the the weather's forecast uh, really, really nice in Sheffield tomorrow and Tuesday, and obviously I'm off, so might be having a bit of a bit of a meet up outdoors. Ruler six kicks in from tomorrow, don't forget. So, oh, well done, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. So outdoor garden. So I'll just come up to yours and we'll sit in the garden every night. That'd be all right, yeah. won't it? Yeah, definitely. I think you could, uh, or you can go for a spin in your car. Could I, could I want to try this car out? Well, not literally. I mean, just oh. sit in it. Oh, uh, you can sit in it. I suppose that's acceptable, but yeah. not for a while yet. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. Stay, don't forget, DJ Ski's on at, at three, and he'll be going. Well, what are these two idiots talking about? Oh Boy, yeah. Let's be honest. So, um, if you you know if you want to listen to us get insulted for the first few minutes, feel free, and then you can turn off. Um, he'll be on till 5 o'clock we'll be back same time next week at 2 o'clock here on Sheffield Live 93.2 FM but until then have a wonderful weekend goodbye everybody well said are you a keen Sheffield Life listener? do you want to get involved? Sheffield Life is a community radio station and it gets better when you take part 
Contact us to find out how you can be part of Sheffield's newest radio station. Call us on 281-4092 or email us on info at sheffieldlife.org. 93.2 FM, Sheffield Life. Made in Sheffield, made by you.